0: we are live! Hello! Uh, Freaking hi- time! Welcome to this delayed uh, Wine Woman words. Um, not our fault. Uh, Wi-Fi decided to boycott Diana temporarily.
1: Wi-Fi and I also blame Google. And I also blame the fact that we never thought of getting a webcam on our desktop for that we always use as a backup for my laptop. Uh, Freaking time!
0: Cool. Welcome to this delayed. Oh, oh please! <laughs> I had opened the link to make sure the link that I was posting on Twitter worked, and it started playing. So it works.
1: <laughs> That's good that that works. Yeah, I think it's just me. I've just had. It's been a crappy week. I'm just jinxed all this week. So all the baditude is my fault.
0: Well, lots of wine. Or well, you have tea, huh?
1: I'm drinking tea tonight because I'm so tired. Right now, we've got Nano Remo Diana going on, so Nano Remo Diana is functioning on caffeine and fumes. Um, so that's what gets what's getting me through. And we're only like three days in, and I'm already exhausted. I've been up to, since to like midnight almost every night. You would think rewriting a book would be so much easier than actually just putting pen to paper and writing it through the first time. I'm usually not this tired until about midway through. It's going to be a long month.
0: Well, that is an epic uh, tea mug, if I do say so myself.
1: (laughs) So, So, speaking of, for the month of November, welcome to our first November episode. Um... Hopefully, the rest of the month will be some easier than this. But given the fact that we're reading uh, The Lemon Collie Life of Annie Astor, and I love how you have the book. Mine's in ebook format, so I can't show off my book like that, and I can't do awesome Instagram pictures like you were doing today. Don't worry, I got you. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to this back. <laughs> <laughs> and given that it's Thanksgiving and it's a time of crazy families. This, uh, today's episode is all about the crazy families and how to cope. So, but first I want to talk about the book. I want to talk about Lemon Life of Annie Astor, because besides just liking to say that title because it's such a mouthful, um, what do you think so far? You got it today, and I already see you've started reading and tweeting Scott, the author. I did.
0: So, um, yeah, Scott um, Wilbanks is the author of this awesome book. And he, ha ha, he tweeted back and said, let me know if you have any questions.
1: (laughs) That is a dangerous, dangerous thing to say to Michelle. If you all remember uh, when we had Seth on, most of those questions were Michelle's. I know some of them I asked, but I stole them from her because she covered like all of the bases. And yes, that's my dog poking in now because it's a smaller camera and she can see now. (laughs) Bye. She's always my co-host. You guys just don't typically (laughs) see her as much because the camera's usually higher up.
0: Well, I'm about like, I think four chapters in. So, um, Oh, I just reached the part where Elle and Annie both sent their first letter. Mm -hmm. And Annie is telling, um, She just took Christian out there to show him, and she's kind of—they're just talking about it. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting. I was a little, um, a little confused at first, only because I was reading while, or trying to read while both kids were awake. So
1: entirely (laughs) never a good idea.
0: So I was a little confused because the storylines were introduced so quickly that I was like, wait what's going on but um, but no it's really good and I love that Annie is just like oh, okay so there's there's a portal
1: to uh, the past in my backyard but whatever right I think it's because she's so such a weirdo like and I say that in a very good loving way because I see some of myself in her too she's just such an oddball that it's like okay there's something new there's this new pathway to somewhere cool let's go check it out um, yeah, I quite love that about her. That she's so willing to accept that this whole cool thing is happening.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling I'll be obsessed with this book. And I'm really glad I didn't go to the library to get it. I'm glad that I bought it. Because, <laughs> because i it's going to be one of those that I reread. So, um, yeah,
1: I'm actually taking the opportunity to reread it myself. Because it's been um, a while since I've read it. And it's like, okay, I need to read and refresh myself with it. Um, But the story just stuck with me because I've talked about the story before because this is, um, we have Christian in here and Christian, I love his character and the storyline with him and what happens in this book. I'm not going to refresh anybody's memories. You're going to have to pick up the book and read it yourselves. And it's just, yeah. it's such a great book about these misfits, these, these goonies who just find themselves together. And it's, and especially during this time where, you know, they, they create their own family with each other. And then this kind of time where we're having to deal with families, you know, our Thanksgiving dinners where Thanksgiving isn't Thanksgiving unless grandma's crying in the gravy. <laughs> You know, it's nice to have books like this where it's kind of like this misfit family because sometimes your friends feel more like family than your family does.
0: Yeah, so it, and it's actually a very fitting book, I think, for, for November, for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And since Thanksgiving often tends to get overlooked between Halloween and, uh, and Christmas, we are going to make sure that Thanksgiving is remembered.
1: We are. Typically at my house, we don't really celebrate Thanksgiving very much. Um, It's Ryan's least favorite holiday. It's like it's a day to gorge himself. And like with his family, everything that has gone awry has gone awry on Thanksgiving. Like I make the joke about it, it's not Thanksgiving unless grandma's crying in the gravy. That actually would happen in his house on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. where... Grandma would drink too much sherry and end up crying in the gravy. So we always on Thanksgiving, we take the opportunity. We just, we don't cook. We don't do anything. We just normally, we would take off and just go do something like go to Disneyland for the day and just hang out and have fun. Um, oftentimes my mom will come out to visit. Um, but this year she's not, and Ryan has to work this year. So we're actually going to have a Thanksgiving at the house, which is going to be totally weird for me. It's been a while. Are you gonna do a turkey? I am. I'm not gonna do a very big one. I don't think. I think we're gonna stay home because it's just gonna be too hard to just go off to family members' houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and cream spinach, all the fixings. What about you? Um, I
0: don't really know what's happening. It's um like a couple weeks before when we move, so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be like the last holiday out here with with all the families and my mom's coming out and um, I heard that um, Rich's family his parents are gonna be in Arizona is what I heard Mm -hmm. so I don't know if we'll be doing like an early Thanksgiving and then usually we end up at um, Mario and Michael's house Um, these are family friends, my mom's best friend, and their kids. And I grew up together. We've known each other since preschool, so we're like practically family. So we'll probably end up there. I, I'm guessing. Oh so, and no drama with with these these groups. Um, there may have been drama with past members of the group, but. These members are no longer members of the group, so we have eliminated the dramatic portion.
1: It's a drama-free zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't really have much drama now with our family. Everything's kind of mellowed out and cooled down, and it's kind of to the point where we're like, meh. We're told to deal with this stuff.
0: It's really, you know, no drama. Just eat and drink. Mm -hmm. And wear your, wear your super loose sweatpants,
1: yeah. Pretty much where I'm just gonna eat and write because it's gonna be towards the end of the end so it's gonna be like, eat some turkey, write a sentence. It's <laughs> gonna be the way I go. <laughs> you can make a
0: game out of it.
1: I could, I should. I'll actually maybe reach yeah. my word count. <laughs> <laughs> you get dessert <laughs> I the once section you're of the BMI, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get my list open. So our theme for tonight is kind of books that will make you appreciate or survive your family. Yes.
1: Because so my- it out, there's always going to be a family worse than yours and there's, every family has a little bit of dysfunction. There's a certain level of dysfunction that each family has. It may be like really low, like with Michelle's, or maybe really high, like with mine. You never know. So,
0: <laughs> well, we can be um, crazy. We're we're Italian, no. so you know, yes, but yeah, it's a very
1: and you think that we're yelling at each other, that we hate each other, and that we're arguing, but no, it's really love. My husband learned this really fast in our relationship. I'd be yelling at him and he'd be like, why are you yelling at me? And I'm like, baby, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just talking emphatically. I'm not angry.
0: <laughs> I am speaking with passion. Loudly.
1: <laughs> like, if you know you're an Italian if you've actually, while talking, knocked over glasses because your hands are waving emphatically.
0: Yeah, that happened tonight. Not with one, <laughs> But... <it happened. laughs>
1: I have a tendency, if I know I'm going to be drinking and there's glasses around me, I try to move the glasses. Like, there's, like, this radius of, like, no glassware around me. hell, at my birthday, there was a glass behind me. And I somehow managed to knock it down when I was talking with my hands. Because, apparently, the more rum I've had, the more I talk with my hands. (laughs) And it was behind me. It wasn't even next to me. It was behind me. That's some skill. It really her talented. first wine
0: glass on Monday.
1: Oh, oh, she wasn't drinking
0: it? it. Yeah, she wasn't drinking. I don't want people thinking that I'm feeding. I'm giving my two year old wine, but it was empty and it was my wine glass. And she picked it up and swung it and just shattered the the glass part of it. And it's thankfully, it was her. one of the
1: winery glasses.
0: it wasn't the good good wine glasses otherwise I would have been a little a little upset
1: yeah I've done that to my stepmom's really nice uh, stemware so you know shit happens Mm -hmm. and I wasn't even two years old at the time I was like 18 or 19
0: you have no excuse then
1: no no my family just knows don't bring out the fine china when I'm around (laughs) I what did
0: I want to say Yes. Excellent. So, do you want to kick off the list?
1: Sure. Besides Lemon Kelly Life of Annie Astor, which is a great book to help you survive your family on Thanksgiving, um, my first book on the list is Veins of the Ocean. This book is absolutely beautiful. It is beautifully done, and the family is seriously messed up. Like, they are effed up to the ninth degree you have, what you um, the story follows um, the sister the main character whose name I'm blanking on because I'm just that tired So just go with me tonight folks mm-hmm. um, she has her when she was a young child her father decided got really angry at her mother and threw her brother off of a bridge mm-hmm. her brother survived dad got arrested dad got killed in prison and um brother grew up and did the same thing to his girlfriend's child only the girlfriend's child didn't survive so she's at this point now where she goes she's examining her life when her brother was alive and she's finding how to live her life for herself on her own terms and it takes place in florida and she goes down to key west and it's a beautiful, heartfelt, gripping story. And then the okay. second one that's on my Hmm?
0: Um, when you said the title, it cut out a little bit. What was the name of that again?
1: Veins of the Ocean.
0: Okay. Okay, sorry, continue.
1: Okay. The second book on my list is The Gap of Time, which theoretically I shall have a review up within the next week or so. Because I, I kept... I plan on keeping up with the blog this month beyond just the weekly nanoremo updates because normally if you follow the blog creating Heart story i do sunday posts and this time i'm not going to be doing sunday posts this month i don't think because there's not going to be a whole lot going on on the blog but i'm going to do Remo updates at the very least but i will be doing a review of the gap of time which is a retelling of a winter's tale which is Shakespeare, one of Shakespeare's versions of A Fucked-Up Family. In The Gap of Time, it basically follows Winter's Tale almost verbatim, where you have um, you have a uh, husband who thinks that his wife is cheating on him and that she's pregnant with another man's child. And he tries to have the child, he has the child basically kidnapped and sent somewhere else. And the child, you follow the child as she grows up with this other family in New Bohemia, which, um, in this book, New Bohemia is New Orleans. And she's originally from England, and that's where her family is. And it's just such a... They did a really good job of making it really gritty. Like, I could really picture this book be taking place in New Orleans, where this girl grew up in this jazz club. And it just it had this really gritty New Orleans feel to it, and I absolutely loved it. And then my third book is The Vinegar Girl, which is a retelling of Taming of the Shrew, which I think that counts as a family book, given that you've got uh, um, two sisters and a father, and the father and the Vinegar Girl is trying to set her up with his lab assistant. And the Vinegar Girl, uh, the main character, is just um, a a shrew, to put it bluntly. And she, um, you know, I'm sorry. Hey, knock it off, children. I have a t- I have a toddler going through terrible twos right now. Lilo, <laughs> the dog. Uh, I swear to God, we want to we want to skin her. I, I say this lovingly, being all about animals and stuff. Ryan found her chewing on a ballpoint pen in the bed today. Oh, we gosh. don't know where she got the pen. So yeah, you can go on with yours. <laughs> As I pull my dogs from each other.
0: So. I have a few. Now, the first one was actually our first book of the month uh, for my Oh, I've got that one on my list too. <laughs> um, and it was uh, it's the Portable Veblen by Elizabeth Mackenzie. And I mean, if if you read this, this uh, it's about this uh, woman Veblen, who. Is who gets engaged to her boyfriend, well, fiance. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of about her journey as, you know, as they start, you know, building or moving towards their life together as a husband and wife. But this girl's mother,
1: oh my God, is
0: just like, oh, my, you, you just wanted to reach into the book and smack this woman. It was just
1: everything was about her. There are very few characters that I can really truly say that I hate. And I, I hate them so much that I love them. This is one of those characters. I hated her so much. I loved her, but I hated her at the same time because she was just so awful to Bedlin. And this poor girl, how could she even? She couldn't even move forward without questioning herself because her mother would always question what it was that she wanted. And how do you know? You, how are you gonna know what you want if your mother's constantly going? You sure you want that? He's not what you want. And then she suspects he's not what I Well, why'd you do that? He's what you wanted. Poor girl would have been driven insane. Yeah, was she was, right? and it was um, insane too. And then insane asylum or nursing home we or did. something like that. Yeah, in the in the book, yeah. the mother's uh, oh. ex husband.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, he's in um a in an insane asylum or a mental hospital. But yeah, he's he's not that much better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, mama drove him nuts too. <laughs> and okay, if you're reading about your her, list.
0: you really don't blame the guy. Right. Um, okay, okay,
1: next book on your list.
0: The next one that I have, all right. This book is like it's really gross in that it's Based on a true story, it's *The Jungle* by Upton Sinclair, okay. and and it's it's a family book because it's all about um, I forget where they're from. I want to say Polish immigrants that can come to either Boston or Chicago. Um, okay. But they they, they immigrated.
1: Took place in Boston. I think it was Boston. I think
0: it might have been Boston, but it's been a little while since I read it. But it's all about um, immigrants and the hardships that they had to face. So these people, I mean, first of all, they had, and they come to America hoping. And it's it's centered around this this young couple that just they just get married, and this guy wants to bring his new wife to America to make a better life for them and give her everything that she deserves because he loves her so much and they get cheated out of rent by a landlord and landlords were like, for scamming immigrants left and right okay. over, you know, living quarters or saying, you know, you owe more, you owe this, you owe that and they don't know, you know, they, they don't even speak the language. So and then the it's but it's really about the working conditions in the meatpacking district and the um the, just everything that these workers had to live through and it's it gets into detail and it's very gross. But it really makes you appreciate everything that you have in that you do mm-hmm. not have to work in like ankle deep animal leftovers yeah right or you know deal with well i mean unfor- unfortunately i'm sure some i know some people still deal with this but you know bosses who try to take advantage of their female workers because you know they need the job and they can't afford to lose the job and they will do anything to keep the job mhm but
1: we still have that in America, and it's one of those things where we were lucky that we're. it's starting to die off. I mean, I had a conversation with a friend about this where, because uh, I was doing research for a short story on the Triangle Square uh, tragedy, and she was saying, you know, we had to put these protections in place when we were an industrial nation, and now that we've become more of a service-driven nation, we have to put those, uh, protections and for our employees now too. So it, it's it's evolving. It's constantly moving forward. Mm-hmm. But I
0: mean, if you want a serious story, I mean this this is not a feel good book, but it, <laughs> no. by any stretch of the imagination. But it's a really interesting book and it's a really uh, good look at the type of hardships immigrants had to go through when they really just. Wanted to come to a country that was supposed to be the dream. hmm Um, but moving on. Moving I'm not on. Talking, um, I also have. Um. Uh, I just, just started reading this to um, Lily and Landon, um, and it's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. The reason mm. I say. That is because the first book spends a lot of time talking about the Dursleys and how awful they are and mm-hmm. if there is a family, a fictional family that will make you appreciate your mom and dad, it is the Dursleys.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I just hate them. <laughs> You know, by the end, I started to feel for Petunia, because Petunia, she really did try when it came yeah. to Harry.
0: Toward the it's end, late like, yeah. um, in the later books, I, I didn't hate them as much, but in the first book, well, that's really where you just, you know, don't you know who he is? He's the boy who lives. Right?
1: Even if he's not, it's just a matter of, you know, he's your nephew and everything. And right by the way, I'm also trying to get myself back on to the desktop. Because being on the phone kind of bugs me. So, go, go ahead and continue. We'll see how this works. <laughs> um, my next book. All right. <laughs> oh. Work. It works.
0: Wait. Okay? You have to exit out of your phone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I did it. Yay! Yes! All right, I'm back to a real screen. This is wonderful. All right. technicalities are gone, and we're back! (laughs) The, the, The sound was starting to get me on that, where it was just that so incorporated, Sound for the uh for the phone, which is great if you're watching videos while you're at work or something. Because I don't do that. What? Who does that? that? Yeah, I just I love having the laptop much more. I'll plug it in. Okay, so you were saying the Dursleys?
0: Yeah, there. I just it's been a long time since I read that and. I kind of forgot, forgot how awful
1: they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they were quite awful. So shall I move on with a couple more of my books? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, the one that next one I have is the Girl from the Paradise Ballroom, which don't let the title fool you. Now uh, I thought this was going to be about a book about a and a boy and a girl from two different worlds. And it turned out to truly be more of a story about a, an Italian family caught up in England during World War II, and going through the immigrant experience of what it's like in England. Um, and it's just a really good story about this family that's just struggling to keep it together with a really crappy um, younger brother who reminded me of my cousin, and it kept wanting to reach the book and just smack him, because he reminded me so much of an actual person. So, yeah, that was another really good book um, to try to make it through with families. The next one I have is The Nightingale, which I don't think – I don't know if you've read that one yet. I know I've talked to you about it. I saw it
0: on Amazon, and it's on my wish list.
1: It's a beautiful book, a beautiful story. And it's a World War II, obviously, historic fiction. Um, and in the story, it's – It's about these two sisters, primarily, who each do separate things during World War II to survive. Um, One sister lives in the country. She ends up having to take in, um, house World War uh, II Nazi soldiers. And she ends up, she does work to save the Jewish children of the community. Ends up working for the French resistance. And it's just this really, just wonderful, gut-wrenching raw story. And do you have any others?
0: Uh, I do. I have, let me pull my list up. So, these are kind of a stretch as far as like family books, but I can justify them. Just give me a chance. Okay. Okay. Um, The first one I have is The Horse Whisperer by Nicholas Evans. And it's just... Uh, that was the f- only. That's the only book I've ever listened to on tape, and um, Peter Coyote narrated it. And if you don't know who Peter Coyote is, he was the dad in A Walk to Remember. Um, okay. So, so he had, and he has that really like gravelly voice that was just perfect for the story. But anyway, um, it's about this girl who. Um, she goes riding, she goes horseback riding with her best friend one day and after it snows and the horses slip on ice and they, they all, like the four of them, they get tangled up together. They all slide down a hill and they end up in, in the middle of a road and the semi comes around the corner and hits all of them. So from the accident... Yeah. It's, I, they made a movie out of it. Um, I like the movie. They changed the ending, which I thought killed the whole story. Um, but watching the accident in the movie was really just kind of very unsettling. Um, mm-hmm. But the best friend died in the accident and the best friend's horse died. The main character lost her leg and um, her horse was so injured that he like his personality completely changes and he doesn't trust anyone he won't let anyone get near him to you know change his his or dress his wounds or anything and he's just like completely wild so um, the mom takes him to this man in in Montana who is said to be the horse whisperer who can heal problem horses um, but the family in, in this book, you have the, the girl's family, the mom and dad barely talk to each other. They're both very high power career, um, people and they just, they're on different worlds and then they go to Montana and they're introduced okay. to the family that does everything together. And the book in the book i mean there's there's um you know kind of a love story between the mom and the horse whisperer and um and it has a very very sad ending um but it's just kind of reading about this family and as the horse heals and the girl learns to accept her her new life um without a leg you watch this family kind of heal with her, and it just, uh-huh. it's just really a hard story to listen to, but it's very good. Don't watch uh-huh. the movie. They changed uh-huh. the ending in the movie, and, and it sucked.
1: You know, that's the case with a lot of books to movies is that, you know, they end up sucking because of that. They and, change things around.
0: And if, if you, I understand, uh, practically every movie changes something from a book. Mm-hmm. But the ending in this book is so huge, mm-hmm. and it it's such a major part of, of the story that changing it w- changed all the dynamics that had been building up to the end of the book. So, read. Oh, the
1: book. what a letdown! What a complete yeah. letdown!
0: And and I I don't I, mean, I don't want to give it away if anyone wants to read it, but it's just if you've seen the book if you've seen the movie. That is not what happened. <laughs> um, and the last one that I had was The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks. And in parentheses, I wrote, or really any Nicholas Sparks book.
1: I can't do his books. They're too, I, I mean, outside of historical fiction, I really like books that deal with families, particularly immigrant families. I really like those books. Um, But with Nicholas Sparks, I just can't do his books. They're too much of a tearjerker for me. I really, really think so. They're just so—I don't know. Like here, let me just poke you with a stick and see how long it takes before you cry.
0: Well, his books—they all have the same storyline: boy meets a girl, boy or girl reveals major secret from from their past either to each other or to the audience and then boy or girl dies or both
1: someone dies formula just change it around I suppose I mean if you like okay so the notebook and I suppose it's good for like the commercial fiction for people who just want to go buy a book on their way through target
0: yeah and um, but then I put the notebook because. I mean, it just kind of makes me appreciate my time with my, my husband and my family because I hate the stories of people who love each other and then they're separated and then years go by and they haven't seen each other, but they never stop loving each other and they just waste all that time.
1: Yeah, because that really ever really truly happens because if you truly love someone, you go chasing down and be with them
0: seriously yeah and and okay and dementia and Alzheimer's scares the crap out of me like that's probably I will I would probably gladly choose any disease to die of over that so
1: yeah we get clients uh, my state planning office as a paralegal for those of you who don't remember And, yeah, we get that all the time in our home, in our office. And it's just, it's a devastating disease. And I see what it's like for the people who have to deal with it. It's just awful. So it
0: really makes you thankful for your memories and your family and not losing all that time with the person you love. That's kind of a depressing topic for a podcast
1: it is isn't it well i've got two uh more books to kind of help cheer us up okay i've got the weird sisters which this one ironically i suppose maybe maybe not um these this group of three sisters the weird sisters uh they end up coming home because mom's got cancer they're all surprised none of them actually know that the other ones are coming home and they all show up at dad's door and Dad is a Shakespearean scholar. And each of the sisters have their own secrets that they're trying to run from. And it's about these sisters coming together and actually accepting who they are as women and finding a relationship with them, with each other and coming to terms with who they are themselves. Um, the next book that I have on here is this really, really weird book that kind of reminds me of the um, – do you know that old movie, Baron Munchausen? Yeah. It's kind of like that. I read this a while back. and Hold on. I have to take a picture. The way my dog is laying on the keyboard is absolutely adorable, and it's going to go up on Instagram and Twitter for you guys to see. My little co-host is here. Um, but the Wrathbones, it's about this this whaling family and that's this really weird whaling family where the history of the whaling family is that the grandfather, the great grandfather was a polygamist and he would just go to the different islands in New England and just pick up his woman and kidnap him and bring him home. And there was just like all this huge family of just whalers and, you know, it was him and he had multiple wives and the brothers have multiple wives. But at this point of the book, in the current part of the story, it's all died down to just one girl and the girl's mother dies and she only has um her cousin and the two of them set off in a boat to go to find her father and they as they go through the story you find out more about the family history as they visit all of these other islands that are equally as weird and it's just this Odd, odd book about this really, really odd family, and I'm not even sure what to think of this story, whether if it's just, just weird or if it's just sexist. What? It's just a really weird book. So if you think your family's weird, read the Wrath Bones because I guarantee you that family is like ten times weird. I might have
0: to read that one. Just Why? I don't think my family's. I know they're weird. <laughs> but, but
1: I am not even lie about it I know my family's weird
0: we don't have any kidnapping polygamists in the family so there's no. that you think no we don't have that either <laughs> yay uh, we can cross that off the list yeah no <laughs> gosh my eyes look like they're like half closed and I just want to like prop them open because <laughs> I only have one think- glass of wine so I know that's not it
1: I was thinking today, I am so exhausted, and I needed to ask you, is this what it's like to have children, to be exhausted, like, all the time as it trying to function in a normal life?
0: Yes. And everything
1: is just fun. chaos around you? Yep. That's <laughs> great. It's probably a good thing I'm not a mother yet, and I just have dogs and my books. Because be- right now, I feel like my books are my children.
0: I'll be out of this pit phase, and you will be texting me, and I'll just be sitting here going, it's not me anymore. <laughs> well, I think we went through all of our books. Did you have any more? I, I went through mine. I
1: didn't have any more. That was the last
0: of mine. Um, and next week, we are still on for Thursday. Nothing's coming up. November is going to be my last uh, month of Wine Woman Words for the year, just because we'll just be moving. Just for the year,
1: guys. Yeah.
0: Just for two thousand sixteen. Yes. Just, just for December. Um uh, since we'll be moving and you know getting settled in Chicago. Um I I can't guarantee that I will have the time. So Diana has awesome guest hosts lined up in my stead. And mm-hmm. then I'll be back in January to, yes. to pick up. And we already have January 4th. February and March I think books picked out. I know January and February for sure are picked out.
1: What was January again?
0: Uh, the Invisible
1: Library. Okay, that's right. So December, So this month is Lemon Kelly, Life of Annie Astor. so go pick up your book now so that you can join with us in reading uh, because this is like therapy for dealing with families. Um, yes. And Isn't that a great cover? Like, lift it up further so that they can see the bottom of the letters. Okay, so I have
0: to talk some my Yes. So it's it's a very beautiful cover. I don't, uh, I'm not really often a, a cover person. Like I don't say, ooh, that's a pretty cover. But mm-hmm. it's a pretty cover.
1: That's what hooked me on this book. I didn't expect to like it very much, but it was a title. And it was the cover that was like, oh, I need to check this book out. And then I fell in love with the book. So go get your, you guys go get your copies of it. Next month is the um, Zarina's Legacy for December. So even though Michelle isn't going to be here, I'm sure she's going to be reading it. Of course. Right? I'll be tweeting. And absolutely. Tweeting, live tweeting while we're doing the show. Um, and then in January, we've got the Invisible Library, which is a book that we, we both I've been intending to read and I, Apparently, my to be read list on Goodreads is so long that I put it down about a year ago to read and then never actually read it. And then Michelle's like, Oh, you've got to go check out this book. And I go to check out the book, and it's already on my to read pile. So great. There's that. And then in February, we're reading Dido's Crown.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that might be it. I don't think, I don't, we don't have March picked out yet, but we got January and February set up. So, yes. So you guys are good. And yeah, so those are your
1: books you guys want to be Teachers, Pets, and Planet ahead, So you can join in with us.
0: And prepare for some major Facebook posting next Sunday, because Diana and I and a group of our friends will be going to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Universal Studios.
1: There will be Facebooking and Twitter and Instagram and all of that lovely jazz.
0: Just major um, fangirling in general.
1: Yes yes, 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 There may be there may be some cosplay involved. Some light like, cosplay. Um, like light like, foreplay, but like cosplay. <laughs> so on that note.
0: <laughs> I think we will leave you for the evening. And
1: yes, I've got a thousand more words to write for Nanoremo to make my goal.
0: Yes, I have I, I have like some work sleep. I need to do and sleep that I need to get.
1: What's that?
0: Yeah. But I hope you all have a lovely evening, and we will see you again on Thursday.
1: Yes, we will see you next Thursday, and our topic shall be a surprise. Yes. Because we don't know what it is yet. Bye.